0: Hello, everybody. Trevor, I got a a great big question for you. What is it? Have you ever, in your childhood, been left by yourself at your house when you were a kid?
1: Oh, I tend to block out those memories.
0: And the even bigger question, though, is have you ever been left by yourself as a kid and have two uh, burglars come into your house and try to steal stuff?
1: How did you know that?
0: I can read minds, and also I can read what we uh, talked about today in today's episode of Retro, Retro Bliss. bliss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Retro Bliss. Thank you for listening to us. Let's get all that little petty stuff out of the way. First of all, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us out greatly, and we definitely appreciate it. And I can quit begging because you know that though I'm obviously not above begging, Trevor, I I beg on a daily basis. I don't want to do it all the time.
1: It is a little annoying to our listeners.
0: Yes, but if they'd start doing what I ask, I wouldn't have to keep doing it.
1: Well, that's the problem. Let's blame them.
0: We don't care about our listeners. You hear me? We don't... Okay, we do care. We need the attention. And the other thing is that uh, we also need to know, Trevor, how can they contact us on Twitter?
1: Well, that's a great question.
0: You're, thank you. I thought of it. I didn't write it down or anything.
1: Well, we have a great uh, brand spanking new Twitter account at retroblist That's B-L-I-S-S-E-D,
0: retroblist. So
1: please follow that on
0: Twitter. We also have a Facebook page that is just retroblist on Facebook. And now that I think we've got all that out of the way, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram at Johnnyism28, please. That's where all my goofy stuff, including stuff from this podcast, stuff from my other podcast, and, of course, course my art. I need attention.
1: And speaking of attention, just a reminder, uh, we definitely will interact with fans on Twitter or on the Facebook account. It might be a while before you start seeing us talking about those interactions on the podcast because we are recording a few episodes ahead of time uh, just to We just want to keep it going out there. You know, my school schedule's getting crazy, but... Oh, you brag too much. But, yeah, because I'm...
0: Oh, look at me. I go to school. Like,
1: I do things and go to school, but, you know...
0: Oh, look at me. I go to school and learn stuff.
1: So, what game are we talking about today? Today,
0: we're talking about the great game for the Sega Genesis, Home Alone. Home
1: Alone? Yes, Trevor. Does Does that sound familiar to you at all? I feel like I've heard this before. Is it based on, like, a cartoon or something?
0: Oh, you're getting so close. It's based on that. I believe it was 1990 classic that was called Home Alone. who was also called the
1: same thing. Oh, yeah. it's about
0: this little boy Macaulay Culkin who gets, gets this. He gets <laughs>
1: left. He gets left at the grocery store. Right
0: now, you threw me off. Is that what happened? Hold on. Okay, no, you're close though. He gets oh. left at his home. Alone? Alone. That's right. That's what happens to the poor kid.
1: Brilliant. And he's like, and
0: he's like, what, well, you've seen the movie, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, I've seen it many times. Yeah, it's like, a, I have to watch it every Thanksgiving, yeah. pretty much. Uh, it, it's obviously a classic. It's become a classic comedy. Uh, it follows the antics of this kid as he tries to take care of himself. And what makes it worse, though, of course, is that the dreaded wet bandits are trying <laughs> to break into all the houses in the neighborhood. And, of course, they've set their eyes on. The same house that Macaulay Culkin happens to be living
1: in by himself at that moment. Oh, the irony. But I think uh, the reason I was looking forward to this game a little bit and the reason I look forward to watching the movie every year, even though it's kind of a, like a warm, feel-good Thanksgiving, Christmas kind of thing, it's because it's like this Looney Tune level of violence.
0: Yeah, it's really <laughs> over the top. Uh, I mean, that's obviously what, as a kid, you're going to remember is when he sets all those traps for the wet bandits, yeah. and they go through the house. It's like a fun house almost. They step on the little cars, <laughs> you know. The paint cans come down and hit them in the head. Uh, the, obviously, the a sudden the spot uh, the of the guy's face.
1: They would have died many times over. If oh, were real.
0: I think I saw somewhere where it said that if half of these things had really happened, they would have been dead. Like all these would have killed them pretty much. Yeah. You can't have a paint can a a filled paint can hit you in the head with momentum and get up and be just fine no. and just lose a gold tooth. You can't. This won't <laughs> happen.
1: And as a kid, in my mind, that was like the whole movie. Like, in my mind, I remember, uh, they leave him behind, he parties a little while, and then the rest of the movie is just gore and violence against these wet bandits. <laughs> yeah.
0: But- But there's actually a lot more to it. There's actually a lot more to
1: it than that. I realized uh, last year, my wife and I actually, last Thanksgiving, watched it. It's like, oh, so that's only like, I don't know, 20 minutes of the movie.
0: Right. It really is. But that's what you remember the most- yeah. But as you get older, you actually appreciate the whole movie because there's yeah. a little, thing like his neighbor that everybody's afraid of actually yeah. ends up being a, a really great tale. And at the end... Spoilers. Gets, yeah, well, sorry. Spoiler for a movie from 1990.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, and at the end, the, the, the his neighbors gets re, re... What do you call that? When you get together back with somebody you haven't been together Reunited. With, thank you, that's a good word. And, and they get together again. It's like his family that they, they yeah. had, had a fallen out and all this stuff. Obviously, I mean, you both love the movie.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, it's cheesy, but it's it was just at that perfect time when it's cheesy in the right way. And, you know, he's got the whole morals going on of, you know, he, he comes from a wealthy family. They got all they want, but they're too busy for each other.
0: It's a large family. Right. And he's the I think he's one of the youngest, so he feels left out. Right. And he's always getting picked on by the older ones and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and so he says in the movie, you know, he tells his mom right to her face, you know, I hope my whole family disappears or something like that. I don't care yeah, if you guys yeah. are around at all. And he technically gets his wish.
1: Really, they're a pretty terrible family, I just have to say. The the mom is actually, well, and the dad. You can't let him off. They're pretty terrible parents. They technically
0: do it twice, because there is a sequel.
1: You know, I'm not a parent at this point, but I just think maybe. (laughs) That
0: he knows of. That I'm aware of. (laughs) Not in this state.
1: Um, I'm just kind of thinking they should have their children removed, though.
0: Yeah, I don't think they deserve to have kids. (laughs) No.
1: But hey, who are we to judge?
0: <laughs> but they are, but they do love their kids because their them. mom goes through you know high water and all yeah. to get back to them. So we will say they do care. They yes. just aren't good at taking care of them as they have them.
1: Kind of like we care about our listeners. We just really do a bad job of taking care of them.
0: Or, yeah, that's a very good point. Like we we don't care at all, really, how we come off.
1: You're not supposed to say that while the red light is blinking on the.
0: Computer. I am too honest. So obviously, back in this time of your. Super Nintendo's and Sega Genesis, Trevor, and Nintendo really, yeah, was also an era of licensed games. Oh yeah, you know any big movie that got big was bound to have a video uh-huh. game, and this, of course, was also one of them.
1: Oh yeah, in fact, I was looking; there was pretty much a version of this from everything, uh, from the original NES, uh, the Sega Genesis, which is what we're reviewing today. I, did we say that? Oh yeah, we did say it. it's okay.
0: a Sega Genesis game from
1: '92. It came out in '92. Right. Sega Genesis, uh, Super Nintendo. The Amiga system, Um, I believe Game Gear had a version. It's just, I think Game Boy, it's just crazy. And the thing is, and I do like this about older licensed games, usually the versions were all very different, sometimes completely different games. And you don't get that today. I mean, let's say the new Avengers, you know, game. Is there even an Avengers game?
0: Uh, I think there was going to be, but they decided not to do it. Well, that
1: was a terrible example. All right, let's say there was an X-Men game that came out last year. There probably was. Who knows? I'm really bad with current games. They don't really do
0: very many movie-licensed games Give anymore. me a
1: movie-licensed game that's come out in the last few years. I can't think of any off the top right. of my head. Well, anyways, if one came out today, they would all be identical, pretty much. All the different versions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my whole point. They don't, they don't seem to put a lot into them. Right. But back then, for example, the game we're reviewing today was actually developed by Sega. So, of course, it's a different game than the uh, Super Nintendo version, for example.
0: Right. Now I will say like my first impression of this game, uh, after we finally figured out how to play it, <laughs> which we'll get into. Right. Was that it really reminded me just how the game is set up and played of the first, the very first Ninja Turtle game for Nintendo. As yeah. in as in there's two kind of parts of the game. The first part is you're kind of driving around or walking around on almost like a what would you call that? Like a Zelda type map
1: sort of. Yeah, it's kind of a sort of a confined open world. It's a bunch of it's a neighborhood.
0: Yeah, it's a it's it's Macaulay Culkin's uh, Kevin, I think is the character's name. Yeah. a neighborhood. And you're there's a scene in the movie where he's on a sled, and they took that, and that's when you're outside of the houses, you're on a sled sliding around. Right.
1: Apparently, it's an electric sled because it has a boost button. Yeah. Um, and it can go uphill on pavement. It's a pretty cool sled. It's an
0: impressive sled. Yeah. I mean, nobody's lucky enough to have a sled like that.
1: And going into it, yeah, just first impressions. Neither of us have ever played this game before. And honestly, we really didn't know what to do at first. I, di- I didn't think, my first impression was
0: if this is all it is, it's a top view, vert- you're looking down from the top above as you're controlling this sled. And it controls, well, I'll be honest, it does control yeah. well. It controls really well.
1: And this open part looks pretty decent.
0: Yeah, but there are little parts where like if you hit a tree or something, it's like you're a, <laughs> a ping pong ball, and you can get stuck between two trees going back yeah, and forth. Just
1: bouncing back and forth between the trees. Like it's
0: pinball or something. And, and so, but, but once we really looked into the game as an IE, I looked at a walkthrough on YouTube.
1: Do not admit that. <laughs> <laughs> we were a- we were stuck. We did not. We could tell the wet bandits were driving around in their van, but we just we didn't know what to do. I kept banging into the front doors of the houses, and I could never get in. Um, but so then we yeah. fi-
0: but then we figured out though there is a way to get into the house. Yes. And it, all you do is stop in front of the house, and then a little small menu pop up and say, "Hey, do
1: you want to go into this yeah. house?" We were too stupid to just stop in front of the yeah. house.
0: We did not want to hear that. We were going. To, we wanted to go our own way, yeah. regardless Got of what the game Busting the front us. door. That's right. <laughs> Coming in, uh, you know, uh, ping pong balls blazing. Now, I will say, let's talk about the outside part first. Uh-huh. Uh, there's little snowmen all across there, too. And yeah. you run into these snowmen because they drop stuff. Everything right. from uh, s- snowballs to, uh, what else was that? Tires. Up Tires. <laughs> Which both of these things are important because the snowballs will right. be your ammo pretty much. And pepper. And pepper.
1: Hot, like, uh, yeah, hot pepper. So basically what you're doing in this outside area is collecting weapons you're going to use once you get in the house. Right. Or parts for weapons, I should say.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Now, that that's key too. Yes. Because uh, once you get into a house, and all the houses were different,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, some of them were actually kind of neat in a way.
1: I think that's yeah, that's kind of one. Of the I highlights. think we should
0: also just say real quick, graphically, this game looks great. I thought it looked yeah. Great.
1: I think it really. I don't think it wasted the property. That was not meant to be a pun. Yeah,
0: but. I'll say this: uh, if you came in in the middle of somebody playing it, even if you didn't know they were playing a Home Alone game, your first thought was, "This looks like Home Alone." Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. the The Kevin looks like he's who he's supposed to, and uh, the
0: wet bandits, the wet
1: bandits look pretty much like they're supposed to. Yeah, the houses are all unique and quirky, which is cool, and the neighborhood looks good.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have all kinds of different houses. You got like Kevin's house, obviously. Uh, you have uh, like a futuristic house. You have like a was it one almost like a cabin, almost like Did you say the
1: old house that has a ghost in it. Oh, there's
0: an old house. We'll get to that. One yeah. In
1: <laughs> a um, yeah, the futuristic one's really cool. It's got computers and things, robots, and a robot that goes back and forth like in there. And
0: each house has little things that can hurt you too, as well. Right. Now, the key of this game, the what you're trying to do in this game is you're trying to get the wet bandits caught. Right. You have, There's like an ETA uh, thing, and that's and all that is is telling you how long it is until the police right. are going to arrive.
1: The estimated time arrival of the cops, which we didn't understand that either the first time trying it.
0: That's right. But yeah. So the whole time, you're trying to beat them to every house, so that way you can keep them from looting
1: everything right. in the house. And I love the goal. The whole goal of the game really taps into what kids remember about the movie. Because the whole goal of the game is to cause the bandits enough pain that they give up yeah. and leave the house.
0: <laughs> There's literally a pain <laughs> yes. bar.
1: There's a yellow pain bar and then a blue <laughs> loot bar. And you want to fill up the pain bar before the bandits loot the house completely. That's right. Because if they if if you don't, they will loot everything and flood the house. Right. And technically, no matter what you do, you're going to technically win because um, the cops are going to show up in a set amount of time. That's right. But you're going to get a bad rating and it's going to call you a wimp or something like that. If you don't basically save these houses from the bandits, that, five that's, houses altogether, I believe.
0: That's a really good. That's a really good point because I don't think, unless we didn't try to lose, but I think it would be hard to lose the way the game. I don't set think up. you
1: can die, so to speak. There's not a game over screen that I could tell.
0: Yeah, every time the wet bandits actually capture you, and they will capture you, uh, they just hang you up from the from like I guess a random vis- invisible hook on the wall. Yeah, there's like
1: hooks on the wall, and they just hang you there, and you have to shake your way down. Yeah. Now, I will say that. A game without of lose condition could really just fall apart. I think it works in this one because you really do want to be, get a better score to save more houses. It is all about beating the bandits' thrown game.
0: And, and plus, it's a kid. It's a real kid. You don't want to play a game where the kid can get killed.
1: <laughs> Although he, several things happen that look like he's dying.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like whenever they capture you, like it looks like some terrible things are about to happen to you. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and, and that's the other thing. The the hick, to me, uh, and you can disagree with me this if you want to, like the when they catch you, like when the wet bandits catch you, it's really easy for them to do. They don't even need yeah. to really be that close to you.
1: It's really unforgiving in that if you're going to start shooting a weapon, you better start about two seconds before you think you need to. Oh, yeah. If they even get close to you, they're picking you up and hanging you on the wall somewhere. Yeah. like Which, It just slows yeah. you down, really. I mean, you're just losing time. Yeah, a bunch of jerks they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, really? It's kind of funny. They really don't even care about you. They just hang you on the wall and go about their looting.
0: That's true. That's another thing. They really, truly don't care. The only time that they care about you is if, like, you shoot them with a weapon, which we'll cover here in a second, then they'll actually chase right. you after you. Now, the, the key, though, that we found out later was to get into these houses before they get there right. because a blueprint will show up, and you can actually set traps in the house right. that will help you in causing them more pain.
1: And I was worried that was going to be uh, – I don't know. When we started playing, I was like, ah, "This seems like it's gonna be a little complicated," but it's really not. Yeah, you just get to the house before they do, and yeah, a screen comes up, and you say, "Yeah, I want to put uh, ice in this room, or I want to put uh, a torch in the bathroom."
0: Yeah, or I want to put tar or something that, uh, in whatever room. Right. And all these things affect affect the two bandits. Uh, like the tar will actually stick them in place and slow them down, so it gives you plenty of time to hit them. And I use that like crazy when I was right. fighting them. Uh, and the um, the ice, obviously they slip and fall on. Uh-huh. Uh, you can put little toys down. There's all kinds yeah. of stuff, just like in the movie. They, they That was pretty faithful to the film.
1: It was, and remember, the whole point is to cause the bandits pain. So basically, these traps yeah. <laughs> technically aren't necessary, but they give you, they slow them down and cause them pain. Even if you don't even ever go to the house, uh, before you even arrive, they can be getting some pain. And, well, that's and not it, true. But and
0: and also, matter. after you do physical pain, you also taunt them, so it's emotional pain yes. as well. <laughs> You say little he, mean things to them, like you're not very good at your job. Of <laughs> oh eating. yeah, he does. He yeah. totally mocks them. Yeah, he does. So yeah, if you
1: cause them enough pain, basically you run them out of the house, and Macaulay Culkin is just standing there, mocking them. Yeah, making fun of them. Like what's the one? Something, uh, something about a fall. It was a fall pun. Oh, the uh, so one you hear all the dang time, um,
0: something have a great fall or something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway,
0: good. it's yeah. I'm glad we stopped the podcast yeah. for that. And the but the the question though is Trevor, we both have seen this film many times. So the question I have for you is why is there a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> one of the houses literally has a ghost that will come around and, and if you get in its way, it's gonna electrocute you violently by the way yes. And this kid game out of nowhere it'll electro- just like the movie really because there's yeah. a scene where one of the one of the bandits gets electrocuted and you see a skull for a split second. Yeah which I remember as a kid it didn't scare me because it was done in a funny way yeah. but I think it could really scare like a really young kid because yeah. you literally see their skull yeah and
1: in this game it's you it's the character it's the kid that's yeah. getting electrocuted <laughs> and you see his skeleton and it's kind of like ugh yeah. <laughs> to be honest that kind of thing would kind of throw some kids off playing this game because this really is although we didn't understand how to play it at first it really is aimed at kids oh yeah for sure I mean you know, obviously you know, we
0: that's why we had a hard time with right. we're way too sophisticated
1: Yeah, we just can't think on such a simple level anymore. I mean, that's
0: what it is, for sure. Yeah, we're not dumb. Uh, And the other thing I was going to ask you now, as you're going through these houses, too, you're also collecting things. Mm -hmm. And and the one thing I thought was really cool about this game is you can collect all these different things and actually create weapons that you use against the bandits, obviously.
1: I think that might be the most unique thing about this game is you get all these parts, like uh, rubber balls and... um, Rubber bands. And snowballs and charcoal and hair blowers, or hair dryers. Blowers, <laughs> I hair think blowers. they called them blowers in the game. Yeah,
0: No, we are calling them hair blowers. Hair blowers. This is the only podcast Richard Bliss will now forever call them hair blowers. Yes.
1: I mean, that's the point, right? Just to blow we your hair around. We
0: take stands on things that we believe in.
1: Very foolish stands. Yeah. We yeah, have the, apparently, um, we played on the beginner, beginner difficulty because that's how we roll. And it, it gives you basically, there's this little wrench on the menu icon. If you tap on that, it'll make a weapon for you. Yeah. For example, it might put it's, the snowballs together with the hair blower and um, maybe so, a balloon to create a snowball machine. Right. So as
0: long as you have the items, it, it will make them for you. Right. It's idiot-proof. That's why right. I was able to do it.
1: But apparently, if you play on the harder difficulty, you actually have to mix and match these parts to make weapons.
0: And I promise you, I will never do that. I refuse. I refuse. To put this on where I have to make decisions like that,
1: because that's not who I am. So for more intelligent people, that's actually kind of cool. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty cool for a game like this.
0: It actually adds strategy to it in a way, because the different weapons do different right. things. And once you hit the the wet bandits once with something, they actually get really fast. Yeah. So you need weapons, and like you said before, the timing, is it's all in the timing, because right. they'll go a lot quicker than you think, and it'll get you before you think they can.
1: Right, and like, um, I'm just giving an example, the, the BB gun, I think you always have unlimited ammo for it, It only stuns them for a couple seconds, and it just does a little bit of pain. But the snowball launcher turns them into a snowman for probably six or seven seconds and does a lot more damage. Right, yeah.
0: And like we said, the whole goal is to make them, uh, once you fill that pain bar up for them, they actually drop all their loot and take off. So you've you've technically saved the house is what you've done. And the goal is to save as many houses as you can before the police get there.
1: Because either way, the police are going to get there, and you're going to get a ranking, basically. Right, so I
0: think now it's kind of time to talk about our overall feelings of the game, since we pretty much explained it. What do, overall, after playing it, uh, how do you feel about the game, and what do you give this game a 1 out of 10? Uh, what can we rate this one as? Uh, it's Home Alone. 1 out of 10. About
1: houses? Like, tops of houses. 1
0: out of 10 houses. Like, what type of house would this be? Oh, one out of 10 um, traps, because he's okay. always setting traps. That's better. Yeah, what kind of trap
1: would you call this? Um So, I'll go ahead and do my little... Uh, Tangent here, I was going to sneak this in earlier, but I did a little research on the different versions of the game, and this this does go in with my rating. I believe the Genesis version, from what I can tell, is probably the best version of this game, and also the only one that really even tries to stick to the feel of the movie. Uh, because in the Super Nintendo version, your whole goal is to basically, you stay in your own, the McAllister's mansion, their house, and you get all the stuff, the valuables, out of the house, and you have to make, make it down to the basement and store all the stuff in the safe room. Um, which really doesn't doesn't fit at all what he was trying to do in the movie. And then the NES version, your whole goal is just to survive for 20 minutes until the police show up. Um, but in this version, yeah, you're setting traps in the house. Uh, you're, you're just causing pain to them and saving as many houses as you can. So I, I feel like if you're a big fan of the movie, and especially if you're a kid and you're a big fan of the movie, and you're a kid who actually still plays Genesis games and isn't on Call of Duty... Of uh, poning newbies, um, yeah. and saying things you should be saying as an eight-year-old. Right. Then I think this is a good choice, and I would say this is the kind of game I can imagine pulling out on Thanksgiving and just sitting down, you know, with other like-minded people who still play these games. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much with you, and just saying, hey, let's try to let's save all the houses this Thanksgiving. You know, let's let's get a better <laughs> score. Because <laughs> it's it's not there's not a whole lot to it. It's kind of repetitive, but I think it's fun and burst. I would like to try to, you know, beat it one day. Um, So, all that to say, uh, Top of Trap, I want to give it a a Bear Trap, because it just kind of, it gets the job done. It's not super (laughs) fancy. Um, And I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 Bear Trap with spiny prongs to catch wet bandits.
0: That sounds... Very painful. That's yes. a that's definitely filling up the pain bar there. I pretty much share your feelings on the game. Overall, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. Uh, there's not a lot to it, like you said, because literally what we just told you is all the game is.
1: That's pretty much it, yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure that means it's literally just that level. There's not really levels in this game. There's
1: five houses. That's the levels. Yeah,
0: and they are and they only last as long as the game is set up for, for the police to show up. Right. So you're not going to go past whatever that ETA number is. That's when the game is going to end.
1: Right, which is, tr- I think it was a twenty. Maybe 15 minutes?
0: It changes from what I understand, whatever difficulty level right. you, you uh, hit. And also, I will say, as a little nitpicky thing, the, when the cops do show up, it sounds like a cat that's trying not to die. <laughs> he
1: has a very weird sound. Yeah,
0: it sounds like, if you've, ever, if you've ever heard a cat making the most horrible sound, choking on a hairball of some sorts, that's the kind of sound that police car made. To me, right. anyway.
1: Yeah, it's pretty close.
0: Yeah. the Overall, the, the graphics look great. The game looks great. It's very playable. Uh, I, I did not hate myself for playing this game, unlike no. some of the other ones we played. Yeah. So I got to give this game a 6 out of 10 like you did. I, I love the franchise in the first place. Like I said, I watch one and two every year, once a year. So uh, I was I was a prime audience for this game. I never played it when I was a kid. This is the first time I've ever played it. But I did enjoy it, I liked it, and I wouldn't mind ever playing it again. I don't know how many like-minded individuals you're going to find, like you said, to play yeah. this once a year. Like, hey, Trevor, let's go save the houses. Yeah. It's literally just going to be me and you. Nobody wow. else is going to join us on this. And it is a one-player game, which yeah. is the other thing. Like, we usually like the multiplayer ones more.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a shame that I don't know how it would have worked. Yes, I think
0: this is one of those games the franchises that works as right. a one-player game. because so Unless you're playing as the Bandits, which might be kind of a neat little twist on right. it. Uh, you know, then that, that's because, you know, technically I can make a case that uh, even though the bandits were in the wrong trying to steal stuff, the kid was the villain because everything he was doing to them Right.
1: It <laughs> well. definitely caused more bodily harm. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I think both of us kind of the maybe replay value, repetitive nature was kind of our biggest knock against it. But I, I did read that once you beat it on, I guess, the beginner difficulty, you can unlock harder difficulties. And then it takes 40 minutes for the cops to show up but you have access to stronger weapons and you can build cooler, more powerful weapons. So that adds some replay value to it, that there is actually a goal, almost an achievement, uh, for beating it on easier difficulty.
0: Well, most of those games like that, I mean, all the Ninja Turtle games When they end, they say here's the next uh, higher difficulty, beat it on that, that kind of thing. Uh, I I can see this having a moderate replay value to it. Yeah. Especially if you love the franchise, like you said. So now, Trevor, I think it's time for everybody's favorite pastime. That of course. Baseball? No, it's the other one. Oh, okay. What's the other one?
1: Oh, the bliss quiz. The bliss quiz. Thank Sweet. you. Sweet. Now, Trevor,
0: <clears throat> how much did the home alone house sell for in 2011? No it was I will give you this clue. It was listed at 2.4 million. Wow. What did it sell for? You got to come up with a number.
1: Listed at 2.4 million.
0: Yes, in 2011.
1: So, 2011. Oh, man. So either some people went crazy and paid more than it's listed for, which is insanity, or they didn't get the 2.4 million out of it.
0: This is the actual house that you know, the the right. famous house that you see in the movie. I'm gonna go with 1.9 million. You're very close. It's 1.58. Oh wow! So, and I actually remember hearing about this because I was like I said, I'm a I'm a home alone nerd. So <laughs> I thought it was kind of neat that you could actually could have could have bought the. Huh. And I understand, and it's a nice house in the first place.
1: Well, we found out earlier episode that somebody paid what six thousand dollars for a copy of Monster Party. Yeah, so I no, know. for a copy of the sequel
0: that technically doesn't oh, yeah.
1: exist. So maybe six or one point five million is not so bad for a house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, you ready for your first question? Oh, hit me. All right, this uh, game we played today, Home Alone on the Sega Genesis, is actually pretty respected among the gaming community. It seems like. Um, But the NES version of the same game is not very respected. Um, It plays totally differently. Um, Apparently, it's crazy difficult. So what do you think is the average user rating on our favorite site, GameFAQs.com? It's really not our favorite site, and they didn't pay us anything. Just saying. Um,
0: Throwing it out there. We're saying pay us.
1: Pay us. Uh, With 87 total votes, what is the rating for the NES version? Would you like choices, or would you like to make a guess? I want to guess.
0: It's right. one to five, one right? One to
1: five, and it's the most hated one. Uh,
0: Two point
1: one. Oh, you're really close. One point nine three. Oh, yeah,
0: pretty harsh. Process route right rules though. I would have not. I wouldn't have won. I should have put a <laughs> dog. I should just win you with a dog. You
1: went over. Yep. In a sick way, that makes me want to play that version of the game.
0: And I'm with you. All right, let's do it. We're gonna hunt that down and we're gonna play it. Trevor, ready for your second one? Yes. What famous person do some claim? Appears in the background of a scene. I will give you some choices.
1: Hmm.
0: Is it A, Elvis? Is it B, Sean Connery? Or is it C, John Stamos?
1: Is this the movie where some people claim that a dead person appeared in the background? Or is that a different one?
0: I don't know. I can't tell you yet.
1: John Stamos is dead. No, he's not. (laughs) Elvis is still alive, though.
0: Who was the other one? Uh, Sean Connery.
1: Sean Connery's dead, so.
0: Yeah. I don't think you follow. I don't think you Follow the celebrities very well.
1: I'm gonna say Sean Connery. <laughs> nope, you're wrong. It was Elvis. Oh,
0: apparently there's a scene where. So it would be a dead person. Apparently there's a scene where she's when she's at the airport or something. Uh, you know, the mom's at the airport. There's like a really heavily bearded man behind her at some point, and some people claim that that's Elvis, even though Elvis died in 1977 and this movie came out in the 90s.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I understand. Elvis was a kind of a cool dude. But, you know, let's,
1: let's move on. People need to get a laugh. Yeah. They need to record a podcast about old video games that nobody listens to. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. I need to stop. Okay. Are ready for your
0: next question? That felt way too personal. Yes. You're talking about us, weren't you? Yes. Oh, okay. I sometimes ignore things. Go ahead. George Sanger. Oh, uh, yeah. I know George.
1: Yeah. Old George. He composed the music for this game. Oh, good old George. Which of these other games did he also work on? Oh, I can't wait. Was it Zombies Ate My Neighbors? <laughs> Maniac Mansion. Oh. Or the Fat Man.
0: <laughs> Two of these three I've not even heard of. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Fat Man just out of hope.
1: <laughs> well, you failed epically. Oh. The Fat Man's the only one that was not correct. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Maniac Mansion, and Bonus, uh, a SpongeBob SquarePants Flying Dutchman game from 2002, oh man, and a bunch of other games he worked on. The Fat Man was actually his nickname, so I guess that was kind of a trick question, and I'm a jerk.
0: Huh?
1: But yeah, that's wait.
0: a terrible nickname to get. Fat Man, yeah. yeah. Hey, who are we, you, Trevor? We got this game we're going to make. Uh huh. Who do you think we can get to do the music? Who do we think? I about? don't want the skinny guy. I don't want. How about the Fat Man? The Fat one. Uh, you're now. I like how you're thinking. What's his name? the fat man That's what let us call him the fat man yeah he doesn't need a name okay Trevor you ready for your next one yes what did the movie enter the Guinness book of world records for was it A most stunt falls was it B it was the highest grossing box office comedy of its time or C time. the youngest actor to be scared by a furnace <laughs> which is a major scene by the way that furnace was scary to be fair yeah it was
1: well, you know the fall one sounds really true, but the comedy one sounds really true too. I'm gonna go with the highest grossing comedy of its time.
0: That is correct. I will say that I've watched all the behind the scenes stuff on this, and all those crazy falls and stuff you see them do, stuntmen really did those. Wow! So, like when there's a part where they're like they're slipping on and landing on concrete and stuff, they're slipping on and landing on. Ouch! Yeah, because they were dedicated, not like not like today.
1: I hope they got paid.
0: They probably didn't. Who knows? They're they're probably like us, forgotten and sad.
1: Well, speaking of losing faith in humanity, are you ready for your third question? I was born ready. All right. So how much right now at this very moment, at the time of this recording, Uh can you buy a hand-signed home loan photo, hand-signed by Macaulay Culkin? Oh, okay. On eBay.
0: Oh, you want me just to guess the number? Would
1: you like some choices? No, I kind of want to guess this. If you get within $100, I'll give you a prize. Okay. $1,999, $1. $1,999, huh. 99 cents, ninety nine ninety nine shipping.
0: By price and rights rules, though, I got it right. You did,
1: yeah. <laughs> I did not go over. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get that out of it, but that's uh, that's the highest listing currently for a Home Alone-related product.
0: I will say, just as a fan of the movie, it'd be kind of neat to have, but there's no way you should pay that much money yeah, for it. Yeah,
1: I got my wife a signed Jimmy Stewart. Uh, it's a wonderful life photo, and it costs... Well, we'll say way, 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 way less than that.
0: So it costs like $1,998. we
1: will go with that in case she listens. Yeah, it's probably a good way to do it. <laughs> and she will because yes. she loves this show. She loves this and she loves me. Yeah, She's not going to leave me because
0: of this show. She's supportive as all can get out. All she does is constantly tell us how great we are.
1: That's everyone. All of our fans do that. Yeah,
0: my parents do it on a constant basis. Uh, all my friends, including our, our great uh, producer Bobby, who loves listening to this and listening to me and my
1: great voice. Thanks, Bobby. Shout out to Bobby. Please keep posting these for us because we're lost if you don't.
0: That's word, word, word on that. So thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Retro Bliss. Uh, you know, please follow us on the Twitters and on the Facebooks and on, on whatever the internets that you have.
1: Yes, Facebook. Just look up Retro Bliss. Twitter at Retro Blissed.
0: And all that good stuff. Thanks, everybody. And join us next time.
1: See you next time.